people call me and they'll say, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm okay because I express myself. We're living in a world where expression is becoming illegal. They try to make it where you can't have an opinion or people have uh, their own political opinion, social agenda and financial control ideas that they want to put out. And if you disagree with that, then you're the person that's at fault. If you actually have a difference of an opinion of what the media is putting out, then the entire uh, then they have a group set of people that will go up and attack you. The culture of it, we're bringing them the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two G's in a pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well versed. That's real. Two G's in a pod. The thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have two. Two G's in a pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two G's in a pod. Good people, good people, good people. Our good people. Once again, it's Super G, and this week the S stands for shit's really getting out of hand in these streets. And across town, the BK is who? Y'all know what it is. Go figure. What up? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 indeed. I had to stuck for a minute, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of did. Kind of did. It was like, huh? Yes. But shit, shit is, is getting shit real, is real in yeah. these streets, man. Yeah. Shit is getting real. Shit is getting out of hand. You know, Kanye's on the war path, getting kicked out of banks. Motherfuckers is eating uh, uh, bug everything in Australia. I don't know where we should start. <laughs> well, niggas is bugging. So let's, let's start with the bugs. The thousand schools in Australia are feeding children cricket products and they're eating bugs already in Australia. Australia is one of the governments that have been, has been pushing a lot of these policies forward more than any other government out there, especially when it came to their COVID policies, especially now when it comes to their climate policies. And before all of this, their policies restricting people's ability to be able to, to defend themselves and also have firearms. So they are on the precipice. They, had, they have the most amount of, of young leaders coming from the World Economic Forum influencing their government. And their government is literally talking about implementing a central bank digital currency they have they have they have already set up literally quarantine camps inside of their country that they spent 580 million dollars building that only housed sorry imprisoned 2,168 people. According to Rebel News, that's account for nearly a quarter million dollars per guest did, during the COVID. Uh, you did know. you say a thousand kids? A thousand schools. A thousand schools. Spectator yeah. Australia. A thousand Australian schools are fed insects. You will eat the bugs. You will live in the pod, you will own nothing, and you will be happy. Yeah, we laugh about this, we make jokes about this, but this is a reality in a lot of places around the world where this agenda is already moving forward uh, in many deceivious ways under the guise of, of helping people. This is not helping people. 
there's a, there's a lot of controversy, especially when it comes to the nutritional value, especially when it comes to the larger physical effects that people have when they do eat bugs. A lot of people don't like to talk about this, but the science, a lot of it is bunk. A lot of it is, of course, financed by individuals like Bill Gates that have an invested interest in pushing this. And, and Why do they want you to eat bugs so bad? Well, they're making because they understand that that if a person is healthy, they're not as dependent as, of course, the person who is unhealthy. And I think there's a big agenda to make people unhealthy. And I think this is why there's such a war against meat. What a lot of these people who call for this this kind of singularity, who call for this fourth industrial revolution, a lot of what they have in common is also their bigger fight against meat. Meat's one of the most you know nutritiously dense food out there. You take away meat from the general public, as Bill Gates says, he wants Western society to be completely meatless in the next few years. When you, when you take away people's nutrition, you, you take away their ability for, for them to be strong and to resist. Motherfuckers is bug. So, out in the wildest place on the planet, Australia, school kids are now being fed products that are made from bugs. Genetically engineered bugs, but bugs nonetheless. How do you feel about that? And they're trying to introduce it here. I told you there's a, a, a certain stadiums, I think Seattle's one of them, that sells like chocolate covered crickets or some shit like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's yeah. one of the statements. It's, it's a couple, actually. What do you think about that? What do you think what's going on? You tell I me. Think, what's Gold Stradamus' um, um, revelation on this? I think, personally, I think that they're trying to um, get people to, to fuck with this bug culture because they're about to fuck with the foods. They're about to engineer some type of food banishment or some type of Oh, you know, the food is bad, so you can't really eat this. So, you know, you but you have alternatives. You can do this. Um, Bill Gates and all these other guys are starting to produce this food. They're 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 gonna have it. And the plan, I think, is to have the very rich to be able to eat all the beef, eat regular food and steak. They'll have all the good quote unquote good foods, and they'll leave us to fend for ourselves. You, you know what's funny? Remember, uh, 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 I think it was a couple of seasons ago, excuse me, when I said I wanted to beat Bill Gates up? Yeah. Still stands. Man boobs. <laughs> man stands. boobs. Yeah, man boobs. I give him the motherfucking double purple nurple, the knee to the face, and then I would fucking uh, pile drive him. Right into yeah, the fucking I'm, concrete. Right I'm, into I'm the concrete. A, I'm a DDT guy, kind of guy, so what I'll do is... Um, you know, just one swift kick to the thorax section. <laughs> then after that, you know, just a quick DDT, and then you know, just step on his glasses. Step on, I step on the glasses, spin them around like five times, and push them in the middle of the street. <laughs> it's like, how do we let this motherfucker become an authority on everything? But the thing is with Bill Gates is, and what I will say that he comes from money and a lot of people don't realize that he comes from money. So what he did was with the money that he had, he hasn't really created anything. He just bought it early and patented it. Well, did he buy it or did he steal it? Allegedly, he stole it well, and patented it. Stole, stole is... Um, stole Allegedly, it. he stole it. Stole is a, is, is a funny word because, you know, all right, America all right. wasn't stolen. Okay, I'll, I'll use the term that they used it. 
Allegedly, he just he discovered it <laughs> in someone else's possession. Yeah, yeah, he discovered. It. He discovered it in someone else's possession. So he's you know, the authority they on. Say, they say that they paid for Manhattan. You know, twenty two dollars and beads and stuff. They paid for Manhattan, but we know twenty two dollars ain't even gonna get you to Harlem, nigga. Like, come on. First of all, how fucking dumb was the Indians to sell fucking Manhattan for like plates and shit? Allegedly, 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 allegedly for like plates and shit. That shit didn't happen, bro. Nah, of course not. The motherfuckers got slaughtered left and right, and they took it like everything else. And then gave them a receipt for it and said, "Hey, thanks for coming." You know, we think about it. We taught them how we say we like I was fucking Indian back then and shit, but we we basically saved them because the motherfuckers was dying when they stepped off the ships, right? And they saved them, and then the motherfuckers turned around and, and musketed them all in the back, shot them all, killed them all, and took all their shit. Not only that, they brought their filthy diseases, their filthy ways. We was trying to civilize, mm-hmm. but that's the problem with a lot of things in this world, is that we're coexisting with people that don't want to have natural and not natural like living off the earth with these bugs and shit like that i'm just talking about just (laughs) civilized ways and actions like they're trying to desensitize us with this bug shit so that when shit falls down it'll already be normalized that we're eating bugs bugs and 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 this because people that are poor won't be able to get what they need to get. And it's going to be like, well, shit, you got the option to eat these motherfucking bugs. You got the option to eat these motherfucking crickets. Or starve. Or starve. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're right. We let fucking fraud gates become the authority on fucking some of everything. It's not just him, though. No, it's not just him. No, no, it's definitely not just him. It's not just him. that, that, That fucking... That, 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 uh, what do I want to call it? That evil seed runs deeper than him. Way deeper than him. It's more right, of them at the top. It's way much more of them. And we're at the point now, I think we said it before we even started. We got to figure out who ain't in it. Not who's in it. We got to figure out who ain't in it. Well, you know, money corrupts and you will never know until that paycheck is dangled. But the fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of money that's with an agenda that we may not even know about. And people come to a place where it's like, oh, well, this guy's got money and he does so many good philanthropic things. But these guys have interest in these same little charities and stuff that they have going on. It's like, Yo, uh, homeboy from Amazon, his wife, she right. got all this money, right? She's got all this money, however she got it. With divorce, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. She's got all this money, and people are looking at her like, oh, she's so philanthropic. But then she puts up, what, $100 million to make sure that Black women are able to get abortions? Is that going <laughs> to help us? <laughs> like I said, man. We're dumb enough to fall for it. We are dumb enough to fall for it. Speaking of dumb enough to fall for it, Biden's back on the campaign trail. 
going to the uh, black gatekeepers for this vote again. You know, the elections, the midterms, it was right around the corner. So he's like, hey, all the black gatekeepers, the black churches and all them fucking idiots that fell for the shit the first time, he's coming back to him saying, hey, we need y'all vote again. We need you to get out there and get that vote again. We need you to get out there and clap them pans and dance in the streets and uh, help us keep our jobs, even though we made sure we y'all got fucked and took y'all jobs. Well, Gene, they're not only just saying that they need the black vote, they're trotting out the Obamas again to those, uh, how do you say, battleground states like mm-hmm. Georgia. So basically it's become the race game again. Everything is rallied up and ticked up on racial terms. Everything is about race and race and race. They're race baiting right now to because they want to charge everybody up to go and draw lines. In Georgia, they're fucked because you got two black candidates. (laughs) So it's really, really hard for them to scream race. So they pulled out the abortion card. All right, now check this check this out, G. The Good. fact of the matter is that they have so many black figureheads in positions of power all around the country. It's just so when they do really fucked up shit, they can say, oh, it wasn't about race. It was about crime. Of it course. wasn't about race. It was about drugs. It wasn't about race. It was about safety. It wasn't about race. It was about this. So this is just a, a repetition of when it was the 90s, when it was the 90s with the crime bill that came out, it wasn't about race. It was about drugs in the street and how bad it is. But it's sounding kind of like that right now with this motherfucking crisis of opiates and, and fentanyl and everything else. Well, we want to start with the, with the, with the fentanyl. Because like I said, I think we said last week where the governor of New York declared a state of emergency because of all the migrants. So now he's taking all the migrants and putting them in fancy hotels. So you're basically saying the people that came into this country illegally are now living better than the people that live in the city. <laughs> you can't make it up. Yeah. You can't and, make it up. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that they're getting all the benefits for people that pretty much laid the groundwork for them to be here and everything else. It's like, how do you explain the fact that minimum wage hasn't gone up for at least the last 15, 20 years? Mm-hmm. The price of living is going well, way Well, it went up to uh, uh, $15. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but how, does, how do you, how do you uh, balance that when the price of living has gone up exponentially more? Because the same way they, it's, it's, it's the, the, the bait and switch. We're going to give you something that makes no sense, but we're going to take a whole bunch of shit away. Oh, okay. So like um, getting out of jail for weed? Wait a minute. So Joe Biden is pardoning people with federal simple marijuana charges? Who the hell is in federal prison for a simple marijuana charge? Something smells fishy. Let's see. Let's go over to whitehouse.gov. In a conversation with reporters, senior administration official. Yeah, so we know that there are over 6,500 U.S. citizens over from 1992 to 2021 were convicted of simple possession of marijuana under federal law. And as we said, there are thousands of more who were convicted or, than something inaudible was said, from under D.C. code. 
So there are no individuals currently in federal prison solely for simple possession of marijuana. Wait a minute. So there's nobody currently in prison for what he's pardoning people in prison for? So nobody's going to get let out of prison? So I guess that means 6,500 people that were convicted of it, they're going to get their charges dropped? Well, I guess so, but part of it is they can't have any other charges with it. It can only be simple marijuana charges, federal. So if it's state charges, they're still there. Oh yeah, it's a declaration, not a law, not an executive order. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just letting you know. I'm announcing a pardon for all prior federal offense, federal offenses for the simple possession of marijuana. You know how when someone is a liar, you just kind of expect them to lie? Um, but this man's getting really good at it because I guarantee he bought a lot of votes by saying what he just said. But anyone who is a police officer who works in the field of law, law enforcement, will know that this was a lie. Um, I am a prior MP. I am an Army veteran. And I can tell you right now that there is no such thing, there's no such thing as a federal conviction for simple possession of marijuana. Simple possession is anything under an ounce and is a state or county offense. And you will spend time at a state penitentiary, but it is not on a federal level. He stated that he's not pardoning anything over an ounce, hence why he said very specifically, simple possession. He did that on purpose. If you were to load up your trunk with marijuana and cross state lines, that is considered a, considered a federal offense, but it is a trafficking offense. There is no one in federal prison for simple possession. He's not pardoning anyone. He is a liar who panders for votes from the ignorant. He plays on the ignorance of the people. And why would you know this information? Why would everyone know this? You, you don't. But as someone who worked in law enforcement, please take this little slice of knowledge and spread it everywhere. Because I promise what they're going to do is silence anyone who actually does know the truth. They're going to cut our algorithms. They're going to uh, silence us and cancel us so that we cannot communicate with each other. So spread this around as much as you can. He is pandering for votes. He is a liar. No one was pardoned. What my brother is so eloquently trying to get out is, yeah, your, 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 your puppet in chief. That's what I'm gonna call him from now on. Your okay, puppet in chief. Good. It sounds good? That sounds accurate. Good. That sounds accurate. Supposedly, you're puppet in chief Biden is supposed to be pardoning all people that's in federal jail for simple marijuana possessions. But here's the catch. What's the catch, big dog? There's nobody in federal jail for simple <laughs> marijuana <laughs> possessions. So he's basically gonna let a whole people, bunch of people go that don't exist. Yeah. Another ghost story. He's seeing people he that ain't dead. You know what his favorite cereal was? Blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's no dude. He is so. What's the word I'm looking for? He is so fucking useless. That's not the word I want though. It's another word. You know what I would say? He is. He's duplicitous. It's you say one thing, and this is like you know most politicians. 
they say so much bullshit. It's so empty that when you really peel back the layers, it doesn't actually amount to anything. How do you make this rule? It's it's all, oh yeah, well, Bill Biden's letting people out of federal jail for weed. No, ain't no one in jail for federal weed. You can't let go of someone that ain't there. First off, they're saying that simple possession is a federal crime from what his what he's saying. So he's saying he's going to let people go from that. But there's a loophole. The loophole is if you have more than that charge, you can't get out. Right. So it just has to be that one charge, that one charge of simple possession. But that's not a federal thing. No. It may be a state thing. He has no jurisdiction over that. Just like he has so no he's jurisdiction selling over. Yeah, of course he did. Like he's selling dreams like when he uh he's gonna get rid of student loans. He's yeah, selling dreams. There's a loophole in that. And yeah. loophole Listen, I got two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. What the fuck's ten thousand dollars gonna do? Well, it's not gonna do anything for you because you're not gonna get that ten thousand dollars. Well, one, I don't have two hundred thousand dollars in student debt neither. <laughs> <laughs> you, yo, you know, you know what's funny? There's there's a thing that they're saying that they're going to forgive the PPP loans. You know why? Because most of his buddies took them. That's why. Now, how about this? How about this? And the people that they had and made the face of the PPP loans that were scams are already in jail. Are already in jail. But all his buddies that also took them, the Jay-Z's, the P. Diddy's, and all of them, they're going to get theirs forgiven like they fucking need it. Wasn't y'all both on Forbes list of young black billionaires? Hey, yo, and not to make it a black thing, shit, Walmart took out PPP loans. Of course. The Walmart. these motherfuckers got more money than, than money got them. Listen, man. Black people, if y'all fall for them coming back begging for y'all votes after he took the money that Trump gave to y'all for your HBCUs and sent it over to the Ukraine or wherever the fuck they sent it. But he took it away. That 10 years of funding that Trump gave. It was definitely Y'all fall for giving them votes back again. You're already getting what you deserve, but whatever comes after, I hope you get it 10 times over. That's why I'm at with it right now. Gene, the fact of the matter is, is that if you believe that anything is going to be done within the last three weeks, that's going to change your life after being neglected for the last two and a half years yeah, and more and more. Um, and now it's all about race and race and race and race and race. Shit that has nothing to do with the way you were living from day to day. Now it's some existential shit that you got to put in your mind. Oh, I don't like the way that they talk. I don't like the way that they treated me. But <laughs> the way that they're really treating you in real life with the, with the shit that you're going through is way more devious than a race issue that you make up in your mind. It's like they're playing with your emotions and you're going to allow them to do it. What have I been saying since the pod started? You can't bait me with race. Everybody's not you. Everybody's not true. That's true. And I, you know, and I have to um, come to grips that everyone ain't us. Yeah. 
Like you can't bait me with race. You can't, you know, oh, it, 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 the race car. All right. I know how to deal with racist people. I tell you that from the beginning of the pod and I tell you that right now and I'll tell you that long after. I know how to deal with racist people. Step into my five foot circumference and I'll knock your fucking block off. But you know what, Gene? They, they, that. they have this, they have this victimization type of role that they want to put on us, but then they want to quote unquote empower us two weeks away from the election, as if everything's gonna change if we just go into this room and pull give out you my votes. Yeah. And then that's go for me. But, and everybody's but, gonna change. Everything's gonna change. But the fact of the matter is, is that if we give these people our vote, whether white or black or whatever color they happen to be, we're not getting anything for that vote. We're not asking anything for that vote. We're just being lapdogs. And what they do is the trigger words, the dog whistle. Oh yeah, because you know, they don't like you because you're black. They don't like you because you're this. They don't like you because, well, you know what? How is that working for these immigrant people that that's coming into the country? Because yes. they don't they don't seem like they have to deal with any of that stuff, and they're getting everything that they want. Sure is without having and to get the vaccine, without having to do anything. Yeah, they're getting it all for nothing. But y'all here struggling, struggling. I want. I saw an interview with Biden, and they asked him. He, of course, he was eating ice cream because ice cream keeps his fucking retarded ass calm. Um, they asked him, do you care about how high inflation is in the country and that people are struggling? This motherfucker fixed his face to say, I'm more concerned about what's going on in the world. Motherfucker, you ain't the world's president. You are the president of the United States where people are fucking struggling, where people are fucking starving, where people can't fucking pay their rent. People can't... Uh, buy simple groceries they got to make a choice do i put gas in my car to get to work or do i buy groceries to eat but you but yet buy an electric car but buy an electric car which if anyone is out there if you're smart enough do some research on electric cars please to make one battery the carbon footprint for one battery is worse than a hundred gas powered cars for one fucking battery. And then that same battery, you have to charge it with fossil fuels that produces the electricity to charge the fucking battery. Jay, they talk about electric fucking cars and people can't pay their electric bill. For a fucking bill, exactly. I think that whole whole charade of, of, of climate change and pushing the electric cars is the biggest fraud next to the 2020 election. Boom, I had to say it. I'll say this. I'll, I'll, give you a little, I'll give you a little bit of a, a, a pushback on that. I'll say that's the biggest fraud of the last five years. The biggest fraud is, is still going on. So I'll say that it's it's like neck and neck with the jab. It's a lot of it's a lot of fraud stuff out there. A lot bro. of frauds. It's a lot of frauds. I I I misspoken. I misspoken. Out of my 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 hype state, I misspoken. Well, you know what? You know, G. It's it's not your fault because there's a lot of fraud going on, and there's a lot of fraud to come. I mean, if we could pivot to the whole Kanye situation with him getting kicked out of a bank. <laughs> Think about this, right? 
<laughs> he has hundreds of millions of dollars. No, he's a billionaire, dog. No, I'm just saying. Because it's different where your money on paper and you know your, your net worth and your total worth is a little bit different. But you're not going to keep all that money in one bank. Right. No, he has, so he he has, has hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars in Chase in Bank. Chase, yeah. And they kicked him out. Not for talking about Jews. For saying he was going to talk about Jews. To he didn't even say it yet. To, to tell you the absolute truth, the fact of the matter is that when you start to have banking establishments, and it's ill because... This happened before. We didn't get a really get a chance to really talk about it. But this Andrew Tate dude, right? Right. They don't like him. Right after this Kevin Samuel things happened, and this was a warning, and I have to give it up to the Godfather, Kevin Samuels. He warned us how perception will change how people treat you and how the outlook of what you're labeled as can be going to fucking the extreme just by people's perception or how they can gang up just because you say something but they don't agree with it now you you feel like you have the right to dog pile right and what happened with andrew tate was he said some things that people didn't agree with and paypal jumped in and said we're gonna defund you twitter jumped in and said we're gonna take away your page instagram said we're gonna lock your stuff up uh, Facebook kicked them off. Now, how does the how does the hell does him have an opinion on a pod just like we do? Right. Get up to the point where you can't use your money. How does that work? Yeah, but that's what happens in China. You know, with that whole social credit score system, you can't say certain shit. So what y'all basically telling us is there's no such thing as freedom of speech anymore. Or your freedom is going to cost you. Or your freedom of speech is going to cost you. Because I always so say, you can say anything you want to me, you just be ready to deal with the consequences. I so the consequences for eating spaghetti sauce is going to cost you 70 credits. And the 70 credits is, if you get it below this score, then you won't be able to use the train. Right. Word. So... If I eat too much spaghetti, that's going to stop me from being able to go to the train. Mm -hmm. um, if I happen to warm up the computer and watch a little porn to get in the mood, that's going to cost me 300 credits. Great point. So now I can't go grocery shop. Yeah. So not only can I not eat spaghetti, I can't even go buy spaghetti. Now, people will look at us with this extreme point and be like what the fuck are they talking about but you got to look at it like this there's been a lot more done with your actual banking credit which is which is a construct that's just been created over the last 30 years right so credit credit scores weren't always a thing no it weren't always a thing no, was this not. was a construct to stop people from being able to buy houses to live in certain areas to benefit off of the financial system to get ahead. This was a construct to stop you from doing this stuff. This wasn't always around. This wasn't in back in the 1900s. This was this was 40 at the most, 
40 years of work that just started that we had to base our whole lives around having a 700 or 800 credit score. It's bullshit. So with that being said, if they can create something 40 years ago, that is the actual norm. What makes you think they're not creating something now to be the new norm? They're playing chess, though. They're playing like a, what you say, such a long game. So they started the credit score back then, but it also leads into what's going on now with the social credit score. For those that didn't think they had this shit planned way back then, you're fooling yourself. Because I can give you a bunch of instances on different things that they planned years ago and they just waited for it to come to fruition. Bro, since we're talking I, about this, we're going to stay on this subject to where that whole credit score that kept people from buying in property is now that same credit score that's going to keep you from living in a normal society as a normal human being. Because well, the normal the new, that you're used to is not normal anymore. And, and what they're going to do is, and they're going to use technology. And like I said, I'm a worldly man. So I've been to the Japans of the world and I've been to the places in Europe where their system is not only judged by the money you have, it's by the class that you're in. Right. So what happens is with this is that through the technology, through your phones, mm -hmm. all that stuff is going to be monitored. Where you're at, your health. Yep. And that's going to be part of your social score as well. Yep. The way you keep yourself up and the way you do this, and the way you shop and the way you eat and the way you go to work and the way you swear the or the way you think that you post. The way you swear, you know I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, because they're going to be posting the stuff that you say on your Facebooks and your Twitter and they're going to be like, oh, like how they have fact checkers. They're going to be people that's going to be like, Hey, that was a good thing for you to say. Good you're going to be penalized for that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're not going to be able to see. You know what, G? I found out. I found out that if you say something ill online, they don't necessarily tell you that you said something wrong. But no. this is what happens. This is what happens. They give you an update on your phone out of the blue. Right. And what happens when you update your phone for that program, whether it be Instagram or whether it be iTunes or whatever the, you know, the, the actual update is, whatever the social media thing that you're, you're, you're updating on, it actually blocks apart. The algorithm blocks apart of your access Yeah, because of what you said earlier. And you don't know until you find out that, hey, what happened to this person? They don't come up on my feed anymore. Mm -hmm. What happened to this? This doesn't happen. This person is not seeing my stuff. That's what they'll do. They'll slowly shadow ban you. So it's like you're not banned, but you're banned. Right. So you, know? you can't prove you can't prove that you don't have the access because what they do is just take it away in yeah. such a way that you never knew that you had it anymore because it doesn't come back up. Exactly. With the social credit thing is going to do the same exact thing, but it's going to be little things. It's like you're not going to be eligible to get coupons for this, or you're not going to be eligible to get on the train at this certain time, or this is you're not going to work. go. You can't go to this concert. You can't, you can't go to this. You game. don't have access to your money at this point, at this right. time. You know, and that's that one of the reasons why they want to get rid of currency in itself. Yeah. 
So yeah. if y'all don't see the parallels of what they're doing, so they 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 want to abolish currency and have everything digital. That's what they want to do. They want all your money to be digital. So now it's so much easier to can control you. If they can say, oh, I don't like what the fuck you said. All your money's frozen. Now, Kanye, going back to the Kanye situation, if this guy has $140 million into your in, bank. In your bank. And he's being kicked to the left instantly, right? right. What do you believe that they're doing to the people that ain't got no money? Exactly. Or what do you think they're going to be able to do to people who don't even have funds nowhere near his? Now, now this guy's running major businesses. Major businesses. And he's able to get treated like shit with 140 billion, 140 million in one bank. And just in one bank. Now, they're able to freeze his whole thing to where he's not fluid with his own money. Right. Just on the strength of they didn't like what he said. But who are these people that are able to do that? And what are their backgrounds? What are they saying? What are they doing that we don't know how they feel? Because you got this judgmental type thing going on with a person that's a millionaire and got his money in a tizzy over what you believe he shouldn't be saying or doing. What are you doing and saying? Right. So what gives you the authority to judge me? So what's happening is we're watching a re-engineering of this fiscal line. And you're basically looking at the central bankers moving to put into place a system that will allow them to extract tax without representation. So that's the trick financially. How do you force the citizens to pay taxes with no representation? And of course, what they're using the pandemic to do is to roll in the system that will make it possible for them to achieve it. So I'm always quoting Naomi Wolf, who's done a very good job of describing this. And she said, passports are the end of human liberty in the West. And she's right, because it's not really, it's ultimately what it's going to evolve into is a financial transaction system where basically if you don't behave, the central banks can take money right out of your account. They can stop you from transacting. So there's a great, I think we talked about it last time, there's a great panel that the IMF did with Carstens, who's the general manager of the Bank of International Settlements, and Jay Powell is the chairman of the Federal Reserve. And uh, they're talking about central bank digital currencies. And Carson says, well, the great thing about central bank digital currencies, if you don't want citizens of another country to transact, you can just shut off their ability to transact. And Powell kind of blanches because he knows what that means is, oh, you can cut off anybody's ability to transact. Yeah. Right. If, if you want complete control, then you want transactional control, but you want transactional control broken down into very... Um, into both space and function. So let me tell you what I mean by that. You know, I want the ability to say you can only transact five miles from your home. You know, so I, I, I want you not to be able to travel. Okay, so, so your electric car that, or your driverless car can't go more than five miles from your home. Okay, but you can't, you can't do anything five, beyond five miles. So one is spatial control. But the other is function. You're not allowed to 
um, spend money on these items as opposed to other items. So we don't want you eating fresh food. We want you eating, you know, synthetic foods from Bill Gates's companies. So you can only transact according to what we dictate is, you know, approved. What gives you the right to judge over me? Exactly. What gives you that authority? And right. not only just judge, because now they're being judge, jury, and executioner. Because basically, I can say, and I have money in Chase. Yeah, but Chase has a dog history too, because they were very, very complicit in the slave trade. So what if and everybody was like, you know what? We just gonna pull all our money out of Chase. Everyone does. And not only just the slave trade. I mean, they've been, you know, how they say when there's blood in the streets, follow the money. Of course, these people, these people that have um, these institutions, these financial institutions have so much dirt on their hands and so much blood on their hands. And now they're going to be the cause of uh, what you can say and the voice of reason. And how the fuck does that happen? Yeah. It's very it's very troubling times when you have companies that just come out of the blue like PayPal, like PayPal is only what, maybe 15, maybe 20 years old. Now they're the authority of what you can say online. Yeah. There's the authority of what you can say on Twitter or in the privacy of your own home. They get to judge. They get to judge PayPal. PayPal. And that's some shit with PayPal is like- that's PayPal used to do, used to pay for hookers with PayPal. You PayPal. trying to judge me? And dudes pay use your app to pay hookers? Yo, man, pay, pay, PayPal is like a choice. They ain't like, that's not a necessity. No. But they're one of the companies that actually are putting it down to where like, oh, well, you're going to listen to us or you're going to abide by this or we're going to, what? It's, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, crazy. it's got me thinking that it's maybe crazy. these companies are a lot more powerful than we give them credit for. And no, maybe, no, 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 no. You know, they're more people. My mom has a saying that someone can only do to you what you allow. We're allowing all this because everyone's quiet, or majority of us is quiet. The majority's quiet. We're not quiet. There's a bunch of people that aren't quiet, but is it enough? Because we're allowing them to do shit. Hey, Everything that they're doing, we're allowing. With that, with that 140, Kanye can go to with his eight billion. If he's worth eight billion, he can start his own bank. No, with 140, he can start his own bank. Yeah. But he's and he's worth, like I said, the eight billion that he's worth, start your own bank. And the fact of the matter is that if he starts this bank, whether it be a community bank or something like that, if he goes to Atlanta and has all the people with his influence. Yeah start a bank and have it there based on that 140 million that he has and have black people or people of color or people like-minded people. I won't even say people Just of say like-minded people because it's black people that's fine that, that, that rocks with them. There's white people that's fine that rock with them. There's Spanish, Asian. Go on and say, say what want to see? Look down at people's feet, man. A lot of people rock with him and his brand. So just yeah. say if like-minded people in itself say, you know what? Fuck these big banks. Fuck these big businesses. Let's rock with him. Let's rock with ourselves. Yo, G, you, you, you know what? I have to tell you something, and it just, it's been on my mind for a while. But now that it's back in election time, it's just, it's very, it's very puzzling to me. Do you remember when they had those, um, the Wall Street movement? 
Occupy um, Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street. That shit felt like it had legs. And then what happened to it? Was this was that movement co-opted because the truth started coming out? They gave him jobs. <laughs> they hit him with the motherfucking um I'm, I'm gonna get you sucker. They gave him jobs. You know that government office building on 25th Street? Yeah. He went down to take it over. But they were hiring that day. The brothers walked in with guns. Came out with jobs. The brothers weren't mad anymore. <laughs> yes. Whitey is something else. Easy to shut people up, man. Everyone, unfortunately, a lot of people pretend to be something, but they got a price. A lot of people have prices, man. A lot. Occupy Wall Street was actually a movement that um, made a lot of sense. And it if had you followed the money, you had, you had a lot of people following the money and you had a lot of people that were discovering the ill truths about what was really going on and what this country is really based off of. And it opened a lot of eyes and that movement was squashed. Not saying it wasn't through intimidation and everything else because... I'm sure that was that played a part in it. Right. But a lot of that movement was co-opted. And then what are we left with? What are we left with? Yeah. But here's the crazy part, right? 17, go back to 1776. <clears throat> we got a race from the British for what? Oh, they say it was because of representation. No taxation without representation. That, along with religious freedom, we was tired of paying them highest taxes, right? What are we doing right now as a people? We are, the most, we are the most taxed country on the planet. Yet we left the British to get away from paying high-ass taxes. And, so no, and, and, and it seems that we're the country with the most religious persecution anywhere. Yeah. So it's supposed to be no taxation without representation. We're not getting represented nowhere. The AOCs, all of them, frauds. All of that whole class that came in with AOC, her, the, what's the Muslim chick name? Uh, her, the, the, the evil genius Elon, in Chicago. Omar, Omar, whatever the fuck her name is. All of them were fucking frauds. All of them. Well, they learned from the best. They, learned they from did the learn from the best. They she came in, AOC came in making all this noise. She got booed at her last, uh, um, some public hearing she was at. They booed the shit out of her. She looked scared to death. But it was no taxation without representation, right? But yet we are the most taxed country on the planet. And if you go by the constitution and a lot of, 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 of laws of how they're written, the way that we are taxed is illegal. Well, even if you go by the laws, G, if you go by the laws, then we're not even supposed to be here because we're not human. Well, we're three-fifths of human. So if you well, go that, back, that, if you go back a, that's to another that, thing. If you go back to that, so it's like, you know, the words mean just about as much as what they say that they're gonna do. It's just, it's worth the same paper that they wipe their ass with. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, it seems as that. 
they can be very much, and I'll say they, I'm just saying the people in power, mm-hmm. they could be very influential on everything else, but the truth. They could be very influential on everything else, but freedom and justice and equality. So at this point, it's not a every man for themselves, but if you're looking for the politician to bail you out, you're fucking delusional. Like I told you, we've said it before on the pod, no one's coming to save us. There's no one, there's no Superman, there's no fucking uh, uh, Mary, I don't give a fuck. No one's coming to save us. If we don't start getting our shit together, looking out for each other and helping each other, we are fucked. Yeah, part of this whole cancel culture thing, mob mentality stuff that they're putting into the atmosphere that you have to pile on or you have to gang up on people that look like you or people that have a difference of opinion that actually look like you. And it's okay for you to say, well, fuck him because I disagree with him and everybody should just jump on him at the same time because I don't believe that he feels the same way about this that I I do. That is gonna be more destructive to us than it could ever be destructive to any politician or anybody that makes these laws. Because when it happens to them, they still go back to their cushy security clad house in Martha's Vineyard in fucking um, the the Laguna Beach or whatever fucking Oasis, Hawaii, right? Whatever Oasis that they have, they get to run back to that and to a gated community and don't have to deal with the shit that we deal with. don't have to deal with no opinion, no opinions, no fucking uh, people jumping over their walls or doing anything to them. They get to laugh it off and have some fucking ice cream and say, hey, you know, I'm not really thinking about it here. I'm not really thinking about it there. Yeah. You know, my problem. You know, it ain't my problem. It ain't my problem. But we are making potential problems for ourselves every single day by this kind of culture that we're creating. And it's a lot of it is just that a lot of people in America are fucking punks that they just want to be on the winning side regardless of what it is. They just want to be viewed as that. Was I didn't team. lose. That was yeah, my team. I didn't, I didn't lose. Yeah. But my thing is like this. When I, when, I, when I hear a lot of people that they call themselves like patients and things like that, they say we're standing on the right side of history. I think that's more important to stand on the right side of history. When, it was all, when it's all said and done, no matter how it turns out, one thing they will never be able to say about us is we didn't try to warn you. If you know we, what, G? The, yeah. thing, the thing about standing on the right side of history is tricky because history changes. History is told by the winners. So at some point, <laughs> you're going to look back and they're going to be like, hey, I was there for that, but it didn't seem like that was the way it went like my parents lived through the times where Martin Luther King was the worst person in the world. Right. But now he's a hero. So history definitely changes. The way we view history is definitely changed. Malcolm X was vilified all around the world, but then he becomes this type of visual that they want to give us 
to say, this is how we treated him, or this is what it was. And then we started to like him once he did this. That's but remember, it. it was the um, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali was vilified. He was the worst person in the world. Was the worst person in the world. He's this hero for changing unity and this, that. For, for real? Yeah. For real? So, you as know, soon as he lost his voice, yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of of the history thing. My thing is, I know that there is, and not to get too biblical or anything, but I believe that you there is. Biblical, a we get plan. biblical all the time. There's a bigger plan. There's a bigger plan, and I just believe that there is one way. Right. And I just want to be in that way. You know, Drew Benazli. I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Which, if you poll 95% of the people on this planet, they will say the same exact thing. This is when you left alone. But, the gee, fuck? you know that's not going to work because being left alone and kind of being left to your device is not going to do us any good when everything is going to be against you. Like when I say left alone, alone, I mean, don't fuck with us. Yeah, That's but what I mean. Left alone, we're gonna be we're gonna be in a position where you're, you're not gonna have the choice not to be fucked with. Because if a man that has 140 million dollars right. invested in a bank in a company, he's being fucked with. Oh yeah, but the, no, no, you're missing the point. I'm trying to say, I know that, I know that wholeheartedly that they're gonna fuck with. But if you ask the people, actually, what they wanted, the people would say to be left alone. That's all people want. People want to know that they can have a job that they can go to. If they want to buy something, if they, their job dictates that they can buy it, to go buy it. They want to be able to take a vacation with their families at some point in some time and be left alone. That's it. If the government has to step in for like a natural disaster, then you step in. But other than that, leave us the fuck alone. We don't need you shutting down our businesses. We don't need you trying to tell us what to do. You don't need you how to tell us how to live, what to grow, what to eat. We don't need that. We just want to be left the fuck alone. Do your job as a government. Your job as a government ain't to fuck with the people. Your job as a government ain't to tell people how to think, how to live, what to say. That's not your job. You put shit in the Constitution for a reason. You put freedom of speech and things like that in the Constitution for a reason. Then you're going to try and change the narrative and take it out and say, oh, that's not what you meant? Get the fuck out of here. Bro, I'll that's tell you this I'm right saying. now. I tell you this right now, the fact of the matter is, is that leaving us alone is not going to be enough because. Oh, right now, with what they've already done, you can't leave us alone. Yeah. They already fucked up the soup. It's a weird term my mom always used. Hey, yo, man, he fucked, he done messed the soup up. So certain things, sometimes you can fix a soup by adding different ingredients. You can save a soup. So they say you add too much salt. There's certain things you can do to help lower the salt content, things like that. Right. But right. they already fucked up the soup. Right. You know? And it's 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 sad because a lot of the shit, now that you look at it, a lot of things that happen in history, to a man, I would say 95% of that shit was orchestrated. All shootings, all natural disasters, all that shit. I think them shits was orchestrated, man. Knowing what we know now, 
and how the powers that be move, 95% of the shit that happened was orchestrated, was allowed to happen, or was, um, as they say, uh, influenced to happen. Yeah. I Whether it's mass that. shootings, uh, natural, unnatural disasters, don't fucking matter. That shit was orchestrated in one form or another. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. And I'll double down on it to say that even now, I, I think the hysteria of certain events is what's bringing things to a boiling point. What happens is like, you know, um, the mismanagement of funds and the, the fake wars and all the different type of hysteria that they try to ramp up in the media. Even when you is, said, like you said fake wars, right? You remember when, even when the Gulf War and all that shit was happening, every day we had live footage. This Ukraine shit, we'll see like a bombed car or a bombed building or something after the fact, not while it's happening. This is probably one of the fakest wars we've ever fucking seen. And it's cost us billions of fucking dollars that they're all they're doing is laundering money right before our eyes. Yeah, G, it's, it's the fact of the matter is that there are lives being lost but there's always going to be lives lost. The fact is, is that if you look, if you look as a pawn, does it really matter to them? Right. And I think that at certain points, the people have to realize that, hey, I'm more than just a fucking pawn in this game of life. If we don't stop arguing over bullshit nonsense. We're gonna be all regulated to pawns. Yo, it's it's not even a situation where it's like, I'm upset about it because I saw it coming, you saw it coming, but just the fact that no matter how the governments and just not just this government, but the governments around the world can be in cahoots and do certain things to the people and just say, oh yeah, well, that's what it was. And hey, that's what it was. And see you next week. <laughs> this admission, this admission about this, this jab thing, right? right? Where they wholeheartedly just come out and admit that they didn't do any testing about the stopping the transmission of this quote-unquote disease or whatever else. Right. Just for them to coolly and calmly say this shit two years after the fact, after all these people took the jab, all, after all these people died, that they could just so flippantly say, oh, yeah, we didn't even check. We didn't even test Before it. we put this out. We didn't, before we put this out, we didn't, we didn't try to, to, to get this to stop the transmission. I think the most oh, amazing thing is when they come up with the new terms, they were, we had to move at the speed of science. But the fact of the matter is what they were saying about science was that they were so in control of science, that they were science. in control. 
Yeah. This, what, what was the quote that Fauci said? Oh, I am science. Yeah. I am science? You? By yourself? Yeah. You are science? You are science? Um, he's definitely on that short list of getting punched in the face. Now, like little said, Luigi, little Luigi. Yeah, he lock me in a room with him, me, him, and 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 Bill Gates. I guarantee you, I will come out unscathed, unscathed, covered in blood, and not a drop of it will be mine. <laughs> it's got to be more people in that room, G. It's not fair. That's not a fair fight. Huh? You gotta do like a battle royale with just all right. You go just, who, no no no. Who else you gotta you gonna add more people? You gotta right, you you, you, gotta, you, could, you could put in what's the dude from Amazon? You could put him in. No, you gotta you gotta make it more fair. Put him in add, there. I'm giving you, you three. Gotta, you gotta, three on you one. Gotta add, you gotta add Pelosi. Put you her in. Add, Chuck Schumer. Yeah, you gotta put Chuck Schumer in there. You gotta do that. Gotta put the red the red red owl in there. Oh, dude, he's fragile. You got you got you got to throw fragile. No, 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 no. I'm not discriminating. This is fair fight. Look, it's just me. Wants equal rights. Everybody, everybody wants equal, equal rights. rights. All of them can get equal parts in this ass whipping. So you can put Reverend Al, Pelosi, Messi, Schumer, Jesse, Gates, Messi, Jesse, Jesse, Messi, Jesse. He's about as useless as Biden. He's, a, he, Ma he's Max, Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters. Throw um throw uh Biden in there definitely. Peace throw soup. big. Throw Big Mike and Barry in there. Pea soup, pea soup. Um, it's, it's, that room is probably going to outnumber us. But I will go in there by myself. Have you ever seen an elevator scene from fucking... Uh... The Avengers? <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, look, before Cap we in start, the elevator, baby. does Cap anybody want to get out? <laughs> before Cap we start, does anybody Cap... want to get out of this room? That would be me. Cap in the elevator. I busy. would lay waste to every single one of them by myself. As a matter of fact, you could just tag in on any floor you want. Ain't won't be much left, but you could tag in anytime we want because that's what they Gotta all deserve. Got to do it. That's what they all deserve. Speaking of deserve, I have a question. Right? I was watching this 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 thing, and this guy was basically he's like, "Listen, I want to get in front of the story." before the story gets out. So he was being blackmailed by a transgender woman. I'm not even gonna say tranny because they say that, you just say by shortening it is this- uh, uh, Derogatory. Derogatory, even though yeah. he got blackmailed by a tranny. Right. So the tranny or transgender female allegedly gave him a BJ, a slide Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, he said it himself, so I don't even think we have to say allegedly. You know, it was two of them. It was him. It was two of them. He said it only it didn't go too far, but he did get uh, uh, some fellatio. A humvee. He got a, a humvee. He got a humvee <laughs> from a drink. Now, here's the question. If that were to happen to you or me, do we have the right? To curb stomping. No, I'm going to give you one better than that. Good. Do you have the right to complain and say it was rape because it wasn't consensual? That's a good fucking point. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. 
you agreed to get something from someone that you thought was a female when it was a male. That would be rape. He should scream rape. You didn't consent to that. And then on no. top of that, being being villain held on the, the account of blackmail. Right. Then they're trying to blackmail. Sure. And they fucked around and sent the text message, which is actually in court can be used. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that I was raped. Yeah, definitely. All day long. Because this is the problem. See, this is remember back when this all this shit really started uh, uh, great, uh, gaining legs, and they were saying how you know transgenders were being um, beat up and, and 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 abused and things like that. This is why that shit was happening. Well, a gee, lot of them was trying to trick dudes. Well, this is what I should say. Go ahead. What I should say is that if this is an LGBTQ type of issue, they should condemn this behavior. They should. This is the same way that, you know, they were condemning the fact that, oh, well, if you had a disease, then you should allow your partner to know beforehand. Yes. It's the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same now, thing. People, people will say, well, if I went through the problem of having, or I went through the, 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 the degree of having a sex change, it's my decision whether I should tell this person or not. Granted, that may be true. But if we are going to get into consensual sex and you're you're not telling me that that is not what I'm going to be getting, then that's right. Yeah. Once you do that, all bets is off after that. So if I'm not going to scream rape, I may scream murder. <laughs> I'm being one hundred percent honest. Hey, bro, bro. I mean, I can see that definitely happen. We don't advocate for that. Whatever. We don't like advocate, we don't advocate for it. But at the but same time, I can't fact, speak for other people. Right. But we don't advocate for the fact that you should be lying about what this is and then trying to weaponize it. Yeah. Then weaponize that's, it in black set. That's that's a dangerous game, man. Yeah, man. That's a yeah. dangerous. It's a dangerous game, man. That's a dangerous game they play. And, and it's not yeah. even the game if you really want to really want to be technical because. You put a black eye on the whole situation of relationships or how you, you don't know what type of trauma you're going to bring to this person. In the day and age where people, um, mental states are so fragile, why would you put yourself in that type of position? You feel me? Why would, why would you put yourself in with, with, with people where are snapping over little things? Why would you put yourself in that position to be like, you know what, I'm gonna trick this dude and, and then I'm gonna blackmail him. If he don't get what I want, I'm gonna release the table, me sucking his dick, even though I have a dick myself. Even the fact of the matter is like, it's not about you prejudging because you're taking, you're taking the truth out of the situation from the door. It's like, you're not being honest. You're already gate. going into the situation deceptively. You know what I mean? Yeah. More of the story, fellas. Be careful. Be careful. Ask for baby pictures. <laughs> Be yeah. careful. Get baby pictures. And I mean baby pictures in color. They in black and white. You may get tricked. Hey, uh, I'm going to need three forms of ID. I need baby pictures, 
junior high school pictures, high school pictures. I need to know the evolution of who you were and that you stayed that same person your whole life. I mean, I may need some blood. I need I may need a blood sample. Not even checking for diseases. I need to check for Y chromosomes. <laughs> you know, I need to check for yeah, chromosomes man. now. Yeah, man. I think it's just better just to stay your ass home. Yeah. And just be out of the mix because it it is it is horrible out here. Bro. It is wild in these streets, baby. Yeah, man. It it is wild. Right about that. Like we started the pod. It's getting crazy in these streets. If you're going through all the troubles that this guy came in with, with the Hummer, look, I think that you might just have to uh, just give it all up. Because if you can't say it, and you don't know who you're saying it to, Dude. you might as well just take your ass home. Right. Now, think about that, right? You got certain groups of women. I'm not going to say all groups, because I know, I know a lot of females, and I know women like compliments. But hot derogatory? You know what, G? You said that women like compliments, but they really don't. And I'll tell you why. I'm listening. If Idris Elba says, damn, you look finer than a motherfucker. And they could curse. They could actually be like, you are bad, sexy motherfucker. That's a compliment to a woman. But if Flavor Flay said the same exact thing, sir, probably wouldn't sir. Her so well. Yeah, he may he may get arrested. <laughs> it all depends on who's delivering the compliment. Exactly. But we yeah. had said the same thing a while back with uh, sexual harassment. Yeah. It all depends on it all who's depends saying. doing the harassment. Who's saying the harassment? Who's doing the harassment? Because if the dude looks like fucking Brad Pitt and he walks up and says, Whew, nice rack, Tina. Thank you. Let Bob from marketing say that shit. Or Clarence yep. from the mail room say yep. that. Yep. His ass going to jail. And he doesn't need, he doesn't necessarily have to say you have a nice rock. He just say you look very nice today. Yeah. And he that's harassment. That. And, that, and that's harassment. And so that's you're her. right. You're right. I'm not gonna say all women. We're just gonna say certain women don't like compliments. <laughs> well, you know what? We don't have this problem because you know why? I think that we can tell a woman that they're hot by passing pictures to ourselves in the DMs, which yes. is a lost art. We will say you're hot and you'll never know we said it. <laughs> but we know you a fucking smoke show. <laughs> the, the, lost art, the lost art of sharing TNA pictures in the DMs. We got that shit mastered, baby. Me, you, Wayne Ski. Couple of who else? Couple, couple of other confidants that we. Couple of other confidants. We don't want to blow y'all up on the pod, but you know who you guys are. Welcome to the fucking club, baby. <laughs> we will pass it. You know what's that funny? I slip sometimes because I, I I send just probably just as many memes to you as I send to our friend of the show Maria, and every once in a while I'll make a mistake and I'll send her some TNA, and she'll be like, "Nice bikini, but nice." <laughs> no, no, she never gets offended. She never gets. She is so fucking cool, though. She, I love her to death. She never gets offended. She just she knows it was for you. Oh, okay. You know, she knows it's yeah. you. She, she said big thumbs. The, it, it, the Instagram DMs is such to where it's like, 
sometimes you send a DM and then the name is higher to the, the yes. frequency because you send them so frequent to that person that their name is higher up in the chain of the DM. Right. But sometimes you get a DM because that order changes. Yes. They're always trying to change the order. But I mean, sometimes you just blame it. I got big thumbs, man. Sometimes I'm <laughs> <with> big thumbs. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Goldie gonna love this one. Boop. Oh, shit. Oh, and shit. then I'll go back and I'll try to erase it and she'll be like, too late. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, she, 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 she's a great sport, man. I love her to death, man. She's literally one of my favorite people. Good That's people, man. That's she still owe you some cookies. She, she definitely does. But I ain't gonna bring it goods. I ain't gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up because you owe me some big goods. <laughs> Holiday season rolling around. Get your ass in that kitchen, Rhea. Get them yeah, big goods are popping. <laughs> woman, God damn it. Get your ass in that kitchen and bake some goodies. Preferably, put a little weed in it. <laughs> Help the boy out. You know? Spice them up. Yeah, spice them up a little bit. Take us to a higher state of existence. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's all we got. Yo, man, shit is out here. It's crazy in these streets, though, bro. Like I said, you know? man, the sheets just crazy. But that's all we got for this week, man. You know? But uh, as my cousin Doug always says, be safe. Have a good one and watch your six. <laughs> Straight like that. Straight like that. Two G's in a pod, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Two G's in a pod. <laughs> That's our time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I am the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left was sitting who? Goldfinger. What up, G? You know what's up. See you next week. Yes, sir. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Two G's in a pod. Pause, 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 pause.